Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Coming up on 5 Minute News. Republican lawmaker quits over stolen election lies. Donald Trump Jr. appears in his absent father's civil fraud trial. And foreign nationals and wounded Palestinians finally allowed to leave Gaza. It's Thursday, November 2. I'm Anthony Davis. A prominent conservative congressman has announced his retirement, citing his frustration with the Republican Party's perpetuation of the false narrative that the 2020 election was stolen. Ken Buck of Colorado made the announcement in an interview coming shortly after the news of Kay Granger of Texas, the longest-serving Republican congresswoman, also deciding to step down next year. Buck expressed his disappointment in Congress's inability to address significant issues and his disillusionment with the Republican Party's continued reliance on the baseless claim that the 2020 election was fraudulent. He also mentioned their dependence on the narrative surrounding the events of January 6th and the imprisonment of individuals related to those events. According to Buck, tackling challenging problems requires confronting uncomfortable truths or falsehoods and ensuring that the truth is communicated to the public. The false assertion made by Donald Trump that his defeat to Joe Biden resulted from electoral fraud continues to have a strong hold on the Republican Party. The newly elected House Speaker Mike Johnson of Louisiana played a pivotal role in attempting to overturn the 2020 election. He authored an amicus brief in a Supreme Court case seeking to invalidate the results in swing states and joined 146 other Republicans in objecting to the results even after the violent events of January 6 that were incited by Donald Trump. Donald Trump Jr. testified yesterday that he never worked on his father's financial statements, the documents now at the heart of the civil fraud trial that threatens former President Donald Trump's real estate empire. The disgraced former president's eldest son is an executive vice president of the family's Trump organization and has been a trustee of a trust set up to hold its assets when his father was in the White House. At least one of the annual financial statements bore language saying the trustees are responsible for the document, but Donald Trump Jr. said he didn't recall ever working on any of the financial statements and had no specific knowledge of them. The lawsuit centers on whether the former president and his business misled banks and insurers by inflating his net worth on the financial statements. He and other defendants, including sons Don Jr. and Eric, deny wrongdoing. Trump Jr. said he signed off on statements as a trustee, but had left the work to outside accountants and the company's then-finance chief, Alan Weisselberg. The first family member to testify, he is due to return to the stand today. Next up will be his brother and fellow Trump Organization Executive Vice President Eric Trump, and on Monday, 
their father, the family patriarch, company founder, former president, and 2024 Republican frontrunner Donald Trump. Daughter Ivanka, a former Trump Organization executive and White House advisor, is scheduled to take the stand on November 8, but her lawyers on Wednesday appealed Judge Arthur Ingoran's decision to require her testimony. New York Attorney General Letitia James brought the lawsuit, alleging that Trump, his company and top executives, including Eric and Don Jr., conspired to exaggerate his wealth by billions of dollars on his financial statements. The documents were given to banks, insurers and others to secure loans and make deals. Israeli ground troops have advanced to the gates of Gaza City in heavy fighting with militants, the military said, as hundreds of foreign nationals and dozens of seriously injured Palestinians were allowed to leave Gaza after more than three weeks under siege. The first people to leave, other than four hostages released by Hamas and another rescued by Israeli forces, crossed into Egypt, escaping the territory's growing misery as bombings drive hundreds of thousands from their homes and food, water and fuel run low. The US State Department said some American citizens were among those who left without giving specifics. It said it expected more Americans and other foreign nationals to get out of Gaza in coming days. Talks were reportedly ongoing among Egypt, Israel and Qatar, which has been mediating with Hamas. Heavy airstrikes demolished apartment buildings for the second day in a row in the densely populated Jabalia refugee camp near Gaza City. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken will visit Israel and Jordan on Friday, his second trip to the region since war was sparked by Hamas's terrorist attack in southern Israel. Blinken aims to reiterate U.S. support for Israel, but also to push to ensure humanitarian aid reaches Palestinians in Gaza. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.